Hey, so thanks so much for joining me today. Today we're going to be talking about feelings. Let's acknowledge Jesus. Jesus, you said that when we gather in your name, that you're here. So we expect that you are. We thank you that you want us to have wisdom, your revelation knowledge as to how to walk in your kingdom, to represent you here on the earth as true followers, bringing glory to your name. And so we receive what you have for us. We love you. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. And so we're going to talk about our feelings today, which can be fickle. And I was looking up the word fickle because that was a word God gave me, and it's random and impulsive. And um, when we live by our feelings, we're going to act randomly and impulsive. We're going to, and the other word I guess I was thinking of is unstable. So living by our feelings really makes us unstable. But when we live, as the Bible tells us to, by faith, the just shall live by faith, then we're going to be living strong, immovable, and empowered by God. And we're going to even be in a place where our prayers are going to be answered because we're going to be in faith. Although God is has so much compassion and He is moved by our feelings and our feelings are valid. I mean, because we're in this world and we can see and we can feel and the things around us move us because we are compassionate like He is. We're an emotional being. But what He's telling us today is He is moved by our faith in Him. And you know, to have faith in Him, we're all given the same measure of faith, But to have faith in Him is really a work. Faith comes by hearing the Word, so we have to purposefully hear the Word. God is a relationship. It's not just a label that we put on or a prayer that we pray. It's a relationship. It's work. It it takes work to put time aside and get to know Him, to read Him. So the same as if you want to take time to get to know someone, you, you know, you look at a person and say, hey, I want to get to know you. Let's spend some time together. Let's do lunch or whatever it is. And you repeatedly take time to know that person. And God is the same way. You have to take time to get to know him. So to have faith in him means that you've taken the time to get to know him. And God is pleased. He is looking to and fro throughout the earth to try to find someone he can show himself strong to. And so, you know, God has already gone far past the extra mile to do for us, and um, we owe him just to get take that time to get to know him. It's impossible to please him without faith. So if you have faith in him, that means you've taken the time to get to know him. You've gone through some stuff with him. You know, when you know someone, you've gone through some stuff with them. You have some experience with them under your belt. And so the same is with God. And so in trusting God and having faith in God, um, we have to put our emotions aside. We have to put our feelings aside and trust him instead. And it isn't really that easy of a thing to do, but as you practice that and as you take the time to get to know God, it becomes much easier and should get to a place where we just automatically do it where we're not automatically moved by our feelings, but we're moved by what the Word of God tells us, what God said, our faith and trust in Him. Just like James says, we're going to get to that place where we're not going to lack anything. 
So count it all joy when you start going through this stuff. When you start learning God's way of doing, when you start learning who he is and how to live in his kingdom, the enemy is going to come against you, and he does use your feelings. Jesus told us that in Mark 4. He said, as soon as you hear the word, the enemy is going to come, and he uses your feelings. He uses what you can see. And Jesus said that, too, that, you know, he uses offense and distractions and things to, to move us in his direction where he can control us. So he uses our feelings to do that. And as I said, our feelings are valid, and God is compassionate, and he understands our feelings. And, you know, that's why he's teaching us today. And if you sit with him, that's why he's teaching you and showing you who he is. So you can see that he is moving on your behalf. Jeremiah tells us that he has a good plan for us. And in that plan, it is good. And we have to get to that place where we trust his word more than how it feels. When you start believing God for something and things don't turn out your way, you might get offended, you know. You you might really think this isn't fair and I'm just going to, you know, your emotions rise up, your feelings surface, and sometimes we think I'm just going to do this my way. And if you're thinking that, then you're making that irrational decision, that unstable, random decision, just because how you're feeling at that moment. And the enemy really likes to play on that because if he can get you to make the wrong decisions... And, and then maybe even finding out later that God had that better plan, right? Because he has more for you than you can ask or think. He has a plan for you. And even though it doesn't look like things are the way you want them to be yet, he's still working on that plan. And, and there's things he has to work out usually in us to bring that to pass. And one of those things is our faith. Are you going to be moved by your feelings? Are you going to say, that's it, I quit, I give up, I'm going to just do this my way? And not have the best answer, or are you going to wait and say feelings? You're just feelings. You're fickle. Um, and I'm not going to be unstable. I'm not going to be impulsive and just move on this because of what it looks like. Just because I didn't get it the way I wanted right here and right now, it doesn't mean it's not happening. It is happening. And I'm not moved by how I feel. Same to say is what I see, what it looks like but I'm moved by the word of God. We have to be immovable because God is asking us to do his work. He's asking us to represent him here on the earth, to bring heaven, his kingdom on the earth. And so we got to grow up to the place where we don't live by our feelings. We're not spoiled little brats saying, well, if I don't get it my way, that's it. I'm done um, with God and I'm just going to do it myself. And then really be sorry for our actions because God has the best plan for us. And so just as an example, say you don't like your circumstances and you've been believing God to change them. You know, the enemy's going to get you to the place where, you know, that's enough. God isn't doing anything. He really isn't. You're just believing something that's not true. And you start to move in your own direction. And um, then really you're living by how you felt, you're making random decisions, and then when things don't turn out, then who gets to blame? In our immaturity, we go back to blaming God. And even when we mess up, God is still 
going to fix it for us because he has so much compassion. But he wants to wants us to just like step it out, walk out your faith, get out on the walker on the water and not the walker, the water and refuse to give up. So, and another good example I think is healing. I mean, by his stripes we were healed. And we're believing that, and then things don't work out. We have symptoms, and our emotions rise up again, and we just want to quit and take a different route. And um, we can, and sometimes that's where our faith is at, and God will even meet us right there. But what God is saying to us today is, if you want that answer that you started out believing for to begin with, then you can't let your feelings take over because your feelings are fickle. Your feelings are changeable. It's going to make you a random, impulsive, unstable person if you live by your feelings. Because one day you're going to feel this way, and one day you're going to feel the next way. And um, I've caught myself doing that, and it's a pretty crazy life to live. And you don't want to live that life. You want to live stable and strong. You want God on the inside of you. And so you can't let your emotions rule you, but you have to let the Word of God be your firm foundation. He's your God. He has a good plan for you. And if you let him lead you, you're being led by the Spirit and not your flesh. And when you're led by the Spirit, you're going to have eternal life. When you're led by your flesh, your, your flesh, whom, who the enemy uses, your flesh, what you see, feel, hear, and touch, is going to lead you to destruction here and now and after here. Because you, you, how you feel is really selfish when you think about it, I thought about it, and I think when I get in a situation like this, I'm being really selfish, and I already know my life isn't my own. I'm here for a purpose to serve as a Christian. You're here to serve the other person, and when you start putting yourself first, you're going to start getting offended. You're going to start thinking about you, and it's all going to be about you, and then you're going to start living by your feelings, and you're going to do things your way. But if you're a Christian and you put yourself aside and you serve that other person, then you're not going to even get caught up in that trap of how you feel because you already decided ahead of time, it's not about how I feel. It's about what I believe. It's about Jesus. He's my role model. And, you know, he didn't give in to his feelings. Of course not. He didn't. He loved. And that's what God is calling us to do. And if you love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. If you're not loving you with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind, you're going to be loving him with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. You're going to be caring about what he cares about. You're going to be caring about that next person. But when we're so caught up in ourselves, the next person is trouble in our life. They're, 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 we're looking at that person as somebody we want out of the way, and sometimes we go ahead and make that decision and get them out of our life because... It just seems to be draining on us or whatever it is. You know, a lot of divorces are, are like that. And then um, later, maybe you have some regrets because you've grown up a little and you found out that God probably could have worked it out or could have, I shouldn't say probably, God could have worked it out. But maybe in your thinking, you're thinking probably, maybe, I don't know, because you don't really know God. But God can work everything out for your good, and he does have a good plan. And um, the reason he's telling you or not answering maybe a prayer is because it may not be good for you. 
I actually had a perfect example of this the other day, and God told me to take a left turn when I was going to go straight. And I made that left turn, and um, I ended up being at a corner where I saw some deers, some deer, some deers, <laughs> some deer, like, running across the street as fast as they could, and I felt like he said the other way I um, would have been worse. There were more deer going on, and so he saved me from that. There's been many other times where God, when I was in the car, God told me to go a different way. So God has a good plan for you, and if he's saying no, it's for a reason. If it's not happening yet, it's for a reason for your good. He has a good plan for you, and his plan is much higher than your plan, much better for you than your plan. So don't make it all about you. Don't get all stubborn and quit because he didn't do what you wanted to do. It might not be the right time, and it might not be good for you. He might have something better for you, and if you wait it out, if you trust him, then it's going to work out for your good. And that's the word that I have for you today. And God is just saying that. Don't live by how you feel, because how you feel may not be right. And how you feel today could change tomorrow. If you make a decision today based on how you feel, you might regret that decision tomorrow, because some decisions are big decisions that you seriously don't want to make without a lot of prayer. And in that prayer, in that time of asking God, he's going to show you that. He's, he's going to show you that it isn't a good time, or he has something better for you, or that isn't going to work out for you. And um, again, if you make a mistake, he'll still figure it out for you. He will. He's so good. He's so in love with you. If you've never asked him to come and live on the inside of you, you can do that. Um, Revelation 3.20, Jesus said, that he's knocking at the door of your heart already. He wants to come in your life and change it for good. He wants a relationship with you where he can teach you to live according to that good plan that he has for you, not live by your feelings, not be random and fickle and um, unstable. He's so good. He's so in love with you. And all you got to do is ask. and He will come and live on the inside of you and be your God. And so if you want me to ask with you, I would love to do that. All you have to do is believe that he gave his life for you. He got on the cross for you. He bore your sickness, your disease, your sorrow, your pain. Everything that um, was bad, he took on for you so you don't have to live in that bad. And it just really comes to not living by your feelings, but just trusting him. And make that your work, that you're going to trust him. And then you look at the word to get to know him. And then you depend on what he said, not on how you feel, not on how it looks. And really, that's what it's about, that relationship with him, where he can teach you. And then you're a witness for him. You're proving he's good. His will is perfect when you live led by the Spirit, when you live led by him. And let him show you the good life he has for you. And um, in doing that, you know, sometimes we think, well, don't I have anything to say? And you do. You do have something to say, and you can form your own life, and God does give you the desires of your heart. But he's going to keep you from going down those wrong roads, making those wrong decisions. He has better for you, more than you can ask or think, and that's all he's trying to do is give that to you. So if you want to say that prayer with me, 
Dear Jesus, we thank you and praise you that you want to live on the inside of us. You want to be there for us all the time. And we're just inviting you right now to come in and to take over. Just take over our lives and show us the good that you have for us. We want happiness, peace, joy, and contentment. And we know that only comes from you, from letting you rule and reign in our lives. So we love you. We praise you. We just believe that you live on the inside of us right now and you're there for us all the time, that you'll never leave us or forsake us. We commit to you to do your will and not our own. We love you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. God is so good. He's so in love with you. And if you said that prayer, I'd love it so much if you let me know. And I just feel like God is wanting me to say something real quick. And I think it's something, I guess, that we already talked about this morning. I forgot to mention is, you know, the forgiveness thing. You know, God asks us to forgive. And if we refuse to forgive, then we're really shutting the door on him. And maybe that's you today. Maybe you have some unforgiveness towards someone. And those feelings um, towards someone are probably hurt feelings. And maybe even something you're not dealing with. And and maybe somebody in your life that you can't even get rid of, like you kind of feel like you want to because they hurt you over and over again. And God is saying, just work that out. Just work that out with that person. Pray and give God a chance to help you make that a good relationship. Don't throw people away, but forgive them. And when you do that, you know, and you might not even be able to, but God will help you to do that. He can take that pain away. And when you forgive them, you open that door for him to work out good in your life. I mean, that was just a word for someone or more than someone, but I just felt like I was supposed to share that today. That the feelings that you have, the the bad feelings you have towards someone that you don't want to forgive, it's only pain. And they didn't mean that pain. The Word of God says our warfare isn't against flesh and blood, but it's the enemy. And the enemy uses people, and hurting people do hurt people. And so that person that might be hurting you is hurt themselves. And God would like you to both work it out, or maybe it's more than two of you. Or more, maybe more than one relationship, but he wants you to help you, to counsel you, and to work that out for you. So just trust him, go to him, talk to him. My sheep know my voice. When you agree with him, you're going to hear him. And if you're willing to forgive, you're in agreement with him. He didn't say forgive by yourself, he's going to help you. In fact, he said you can't do anything without him. So go to him, let him help you. And he will. Thanks so much for listening today. If I inspired you, ministered to you, I'd love it so much if you'd let me know as well if you just said that prayer for the first time. I really would love to know. God bless you.